0: Hey, villagers. We all know that failure is a part of life, correct? But do we absorb that failure or do we use the failure as life lessons? And do we teach our kids how to handle failure? A lot of us, we accept our failures, but then we hold on to it way too long. We don't use it today. Today, I have a live recording from an app called Wisdom where I jump on every once in a while and do something called halftime adjustments. And I talk about how to handle failure without accepting your failure. This app also allows guests to jump on at any period of time during the conversation. Samantha joined in the live recording to talk about her experiences with her grandmother and how they dealt with failure and also how to find positive energy in everything you do.
1: Welcome to Our Village Stories, parenting through passion and grit. Shared stories become the lanterns that guide our kids' path. Join other villagers as Coach Cam, a teacher and athletic director, creates a safe space for these stories. So grab a lantern, and let's light
0: it up. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling this. Yo, Dre, this crazy. So we're going to call these the halftime adjustments. But it also speaks to the fact that we need to make adjustments in our life. At times, we need to take a break to figure out what's going on, make adjustments, and then head back out there and move on. So I, I like that segment, and I'm going to keep it. So today's topic is called How to Accept Failure Without Accepting the Failure. How to accept failure without accepting the failure. And for those of you coming in, I I like to tell things through stories. I am also a uh, teacher, middle school teacher, and something happened yesterday that was eye-opening, and it also broke my heart, and I felt that we need to it needed to be addressed on here. If any parents out there or anybody who's involved with children, the children were having a difficult time yesterday. It's a little warm outside. And they don't want to be at school necessarily. And they're not doing well in my class for whatever reason, missing assignments. And I'm talking and I have one individual say they don't have to listen because they're already failing my class. And instead of me getting upset and scolding them and going, Oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. it's No, this is what we call learning moments, teachable moment. So I brought the whole class in after hearing this statement. And I had to explain to them that, for one, they need the credit to get it to high school. PE is a core class, whether they want to believe it or not. But the other, the main thing that was glaring was that child was willing to accept the failure and not try to learn from it, grow from it. It was, I'm just going to accept that this is what it is. I'm failing it. I'm going to fail, the that's it. And not find a way to find a level of success in 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 my space or any other space. And I think we have to find a way to empower our children and encourage them that failure is okay. You can accept failure because you're not going to do well in anything, but You can't just accept the failure. You can't just say, oh, I'm failing at it, and that's it, and just move on. A lot of what's going on now is that we live in a world where everything is instant, right? Uh, TikTok, you get a TikTok message in seven seconds, or somebody's funny in 30 seconds, or if they don't grab your attention in 10 seconds, we move on. That's the society we live in. But we don't teach perseverance anymore. We don't teach growth. We don't teach... Learning from what we've done and building and using these failures as building blocks to find success. And it starts at a very early age. And having that mindset needs to change, or else we won't push ourselves beyond what everybody else expects us to be. We put our own limitations on ourselves because we feel that this is what it's supposed to be. And it's not. We're all capable and need to be greater than what we show each other. And I think it's important that we instill that in our children because these are the ones who are going to be running our country. But as we get older, these are the ones who are going to be making decisions for us. And if they're not willing to persevere now, it's just going to be, let's just do this real quick. Let's just make quick decisions. And then they're going to wind up uh, putting themselves in very uh, precarious situations because they haven't been taught how to sit, figure things out, and to be upset. Uh perfect example I had one of my players a few years ago, he was getting hacked and butchered. He was getting fouled. Ref wasn't gonna call foul. And I pulled to the side and say, listen, go get a sip of water, pull yourself together, and I'm gonna put you back in. So either you're going to be successful or you're not. You're gonna find a way to get it done. There's nothing you can do about how the ref is calling the game. The only thing that can change is your attitude towards it. So he's upset a little bit, cries a little bit, wipes his eyes, takes a sip of water, lets me know he's ready, put him back in the game, gets fouled, gets frustrated, throws a couple of elbows just to clear him out, get some frustration out. But instead of asking to come out the game, wanted to stay. and wanted to push. A few years later, that person became a starter. A few years later, that person now plays in high school. Why? Because in that moment, he made a decision like no matter what happens, I'm going to persevere. I'm going to push myself through this tough situation. And the power as, uh, as an adult that we have on these children is very impressionable. And we have a responsibility to teach them how to accept failures and push through it. And like I said, if anybody wants to jump in on this topic, I got this little cat sleeping on the side. So I'm asking guests to join. Maybe the cat will stop sleeping on the side. But I think that I feel, I believe that we have to teach them how to push past these failures, how to find success. Oh, I got somebody waiting to jump in. Here we go. We have Sammy. Sandy wants to come in. Let me hit this button. One and aim. Sandy, to the show. Good morning.
1: Thank you. I'm excellent. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I just, this topic touched me, and I said, I got to talk to somebody about it. I got to put it out. Let's see. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. I, I wanted to say, so I'm a professional musician. I've been a touring musician for about 20 years, and there's been some pitfalls along the way. And as far as how to accept failure without accepting the failure, I think the key lies in knowing that there will always be greater and lesser persons than yourself when it comes to your abilities and having the wisdom and know how to take the advice of those who have come before you and accepting constructive criticism. Like, just because you're not the best right now doesn't mean you don't have the potential to become whatever it is you're hoping and striving to achieve. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, I, uh, wow. Perfect sense. It makes perfect sense, I believe. Like, a lot of our students now, that it's hard for them to accept criticism because, it, like yeah. I said, they're so used to Get everything what they want instantly and right away. That when you give them criticism, and they feel they have to change, they shy away from it because now right. it it almost feels like they have to perform. They have to like check themselves and dealing with middle schoolers is such an impressionable age where you know they're trying to find themselves. They're trying to see who they are and who their friends are, and and he's testing the
1: waters. So to and, speak,
0: testing yes, testing the waters. So being able to. Accept criticism is also a very valuable uh, piece that they must have. But we just, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You'll figure it out. But we have to give them the tools, yeah, to help them to help them figure it out. And I'm glad you you came on and talked about that as a position because a lot of those light skills they transition. What they transition musicianship they transition through sports they transition to being actors and actresses my skills are being taught through these different arts and media so i really thank mm-hmm. you for uh, bringing that up out. do you have uh, any stories of uh, how about this how do you have any stories of when you you're at a time where you felt like you wanted to stop being a singer because of you know, some criticism or it started to become too difficult and you found
1: very fortunate in my life to have always known what my career path was going to entail. And I've wanted to be a professional musician since I was 13, 14 years old. There was no doubt in my mind that I was going to achieve that somehow. And I learned from a very early age that if I was going to make it, I needed to listen to the advice given to me from people that had already been there and done that. And I think my grandmother... For installing, instilling in me the ability to accept constructive criticism for what it is, Mm -hmm. and and learn from it, because that's what it is. It's a growing process, and and I've made some terrible tracks in my life. Like I've never, I, it takes work. I always tell aspiring musicians, it takes work to do what you love and make a mm. career out of it. It's not something you're just going to be good at overnight. It takes hard work and dedication, and there will be tears. And there will be times when you feel in the moment like you want to give up. But those are the times that you need to take a small break, walk away from whatever it is you're doing, get an orange juice or <laughs> something to punch the <laughs> and then yeah. get right back to it. Don't fall into that trap of, I'm not good enough. Because you are absolutely worthy of allowing yourself to follow your dreams. Just know that it's not going to be presented to you, most likely. Like, you're going to have to strive and have ambition and want to succeed. There has to be that fire in your belly. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, absolutely. And I find that now we, why are we so afraid of the work? We see the instant success, right? Oh, they have three million followers, and it just happens overnight. No, they worked nope. at it. They would. They, there was a time where there was only ten streams for about six months, but they still stayed at sure. it. They persevered, but they don't just disconnect of the work in the middle. It's I want to start something, and I really like it, and I want to be good at it. I'm going to be successful. Great, but then you have to do that work. You got to do that yeah. work. And thank you to your uh, grandmother. I believe that was your grandmother who stayed with you, giving you a device along the way. But then you also took the time to listen.
1: Yes, absolutely. She taught me what it means to listen with your whole body, not just your head, Mm -hmm. you know, if that makes any sense. And understand that if someone is offering constructive criticism or even just criticism, it's not typically coming from a place of hate. These people genuinely want to see you succeed and do your best. And they feel like they have a tool that you don't have in your toolbox. So why not give it a shot? If it works for you, it works. If it doesn't, what do you have to lose? You know what I mean? But as far as the instant gratification thing goes, I definitely understand that. We as a society, I believe, and it might be because of the internet or, or whatever you want to blame it on, we have this need for instant gratification. And a lot of the arts are suffering from that. It yes. seems like a lot of stuff that's being released right now is almost lazy in its mm-hmm. entirety. And yeah. that's it that feels uh, like, it feels it's like really hard substance. to hear. Yeah, exactly. And I understand we're we're talking about pop music, which is created to generate revenue and make people feel good and yada yada that's not my genre and what i do but it still feels poorly produced and thrown together in five minutes and i just don't understand it
0: were you a geek as a kid did you wear out your thumbs every afternoon on a gamepad are you a family man now aspiring to reach super dad status hi there we're the parenticons three dads, all big geeks, sharing stories from our own lives as parents, as geeks, and our eternal quest to bridge the two worlds. If you're looking for real talk about being a dad, hot takes on geek culture, and how to raise kids to appreciate the finer points of geek life, you, you found, found it. So grab your phasers, sabers, wands, roll your D20 dice, and don't forget the diaper bag. You're listening to The Parenticons. Drop Sit back and get ready to geek out this is the parenticons if you're working on any projects or anything that you want to talk about right now and you've got you know a few seconds to talk about
1: yeah i'm working on an album now with my new band cadence and the coda uh we're about halfway finished and we're looking to go on tour the link to my latest album is in my profile page. If anyone's bored and wants to give it a listen, you can listen to it and even download it for free if you so choose. I really believe in giving music away because music should be shared That's the point. And yeah, thank you for letting me plug that.
0: Thank you, Sammy, for coming on. And thank you for your, your input and your insight. And, please, and for anybody, go check out Sammy's page or listen to some music. Love is free. Being supportive is love. And I think we should all do that for each other. And so much, much success to Sammy and her work. I'm gonna go check that out later as well. The one thing she brought up, one thing, and and I had I wrote it down because so I wouldn't forget. When she was uh, talking about her grandmother, she's talking about listening with your body, right? Posture is everything. Like how we can give as much information as we want. Like right now, as I was talking, I was slouched over, but then I realized my posture was horrible. So uh, I sat up and now I feel better, a little bit more confident about what I'm speaking about at the moment. Uh, but the idea of listening with your whole body is so key, right? Because you're feeling, you're not only receiving the message from that person who's trying to give you advice, but you're also receiving that energy, right? You're receiving the some of the experiences that they're trying to convey through that message to you. You need to feel it through your body and then you, it you become more receptive to what they're saying and then you're able to build a a better connection. So if you're like leaning forward, like half my students and half listening, then you you might only get half the message or you're only going to hear the part that you want to hear. And being that that middle school age is very, like I said, very tongue, very tender. They they definitely only want to hear what they want to hear and they're ready to talk whenever they feel like it. But it's your job as parents as people. I, you know what? I'm not going to say just parents. I'm going to say people of the village. So we're one big village. The children are our responsibility. They didn't make a choice to be here. We told them they had to be here. So while they're here, let's help them out. Once again, we have to teach them not to just accept failure just for the acceptance, uh, accepting failure. We have to use every moment as teachable moments. You know, we're raising them to be adults. And The more people who give the same message, the more likely they are willing to accept that message and absorb it through their body. Posture. You feed their postures. Feed them. I want to thank Samantha for jumping on the wisdom app with me, which I do every Thursdays. I call it halftime adjustments. I allow guests to jump on and get their perspective on particular topics. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button to our village stories. Also, become a villager and join our mailing list. The links will be in the show notes for you. Thank you for lighting your lanterns and joining us. We'll see you next week with our village stories. Remember, any and everything you do, you do with passion and grit. Find your passion and get to it.